welcome to the Essence of Life podcast, where we view life through the lens of learning rather than judging. We don't judge the moments of life as good or bad. We simply look for the lessons and embrace them. So let's get connected. Seba, sounds good. Okay, so welcome to the Essence of Life podcast. This is a podcast link up, if we want to call it that. Um, everyone, I just want to welcome Nate Jones to my podcast. He and I both are podcasters. We met on our Facebook group. Uh, he's an inspirational speaker. He has his own podcast, which is Life Tips Podcast. And it's also amazing. He is from Maryland. Yes, and he's an inspirational speaker. Uh, we are doing this collaboration. Nate, could you just tell my audience a bit more about yourself so we can get into the juice of the interview? The area and um, definitely excited about, you know, being a part of show and being part of uh, you know, this project and where we're going so um, also an inspirational speaker and um, podcast host God-fearing individual boyfriend uh, the whole nine yards so I'm uh, I'm basically a jack of all trades sounds good sounds definitely good so Nate um since your podcast is about life tips and mine also talk about life as well life lessons and things like that i wanted to sort of tease your brain a bit as a guide you are actually the first guy on my podcast so yay to that uh, mm-hmm. but i wanted to just you know we're in the spirit of valentine's and all of that so i wanted to play something called 21 questions but i'm not gonna ask you 21 questions but i just wanted to get a bit of a male's perspective on some common questions that women uh like now who are probably single or even in relationships they want to know about so uh the first one is gonna be uh all right there we go yeah slight connection issues so sorry about that Okay, so yeah, I was asking the first question, which was, how long does it take a guy to decide, okay, the girl I'm seeing or dating, uh, she's going to be the one forever, or I just need to break it off? How long do you think a guy needs to make up his mind about that? Uh, Not long. I mean, uh, I would say to be safe, give it about six months or so. Because after six months of dating someone, you get to that crucial six-month anniversary point. At that point, you basically kind of know who you're dealing with, and you kind of know a little bit about, okay, is this person going to be with me forever, or um, am I just, you know, interested in this person for a short while, and it's not really going to work out. You go through that phase in the first six months, but if you make it to six months and you haven't, you know, parted ways with this person then chances are you're with someone that's going to be with you for life and you don't really have to worry about um, 
you know, switching off and trying to find someone new, uh, you know, just to uh, just to say you found the one. If you're if you've been with someone for about six months, you should be at the safe place to know. Okay, six months is most likely going to turn into a year, which is most likely going to turn into a year and six months, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. <laughs> Okay, because I I was having this conversation recently with a friend, and I thought that maybe a year would have been enough time, but right. now that you're saying six months, that's interesting. Do you think it has to do with the guy's intention, like if he is dating the person because he's looking for the one, or he is just dating for dating purposes? Like, do you think the intention has a part to play with it as well? Yes, I think the intention has a big part to play. Uh, I would say that. Uh, both parties know within you know six months it's probably it's not so much up to the guy a lot of times it's usually the guy and the girl together especially if you're with someone who's of the same mindset who isn't yeah. sure playing games and who knows mm-hmm. what she wants out of life and uh, so if you're with someone like that chances are both of you are going to know within six months and not just the guy but I would I would encourage the guys to have a greater idea in six months yeah. versus, you know, versus the ladies. It could be, it could be flipped. It could be flipped. You have some women that know their guys, their man within six months. But if we're going off of biblical tradition, especially, it's the guy. Six months, you should know. Um, and I'll throw this one in there for free as well. One of the <laughs> things that one of the things that will help you know whether or not this person is right for you in that six month time period is you have to answer yourself you have to ask yourself the question has this person not only met my family but has this person you know gelled and bonded with my family because if that if, if that doesn't happen in the six month time period or if it happens and one side of the family like the girl side of the family likes you but the guy's family doesn't like her yeah, you might end up in a little problem if one of those isn't, or both isn't, you know, on point. So, yeah, six months, both parties typically, but, you know. Good enough time. Mm-hmm. Good enough time. <laughs> okay, so next question is, why do guys hardly open up? Or like, why that most guys, you know, there might, there has, there are some guys who like to talk and express themselves. Mm-hmm. I've had that experience with couples who say that but why is it that most times you hear that guys don't like to communicate so why do guys uh not like to speak up and communicate with their partners with their wives their girlfriends their courting partner whatever Mm -hmm. i think one of the reasons why guys don't like to step up and communicate and talk with their uh significant others because some of them could be uh, afraid. I think fear is a big factor in terms of opening up and sharing what's on your heart and really with the other person, especially Mm -hmm. when it comes to being in a relationship. Because if you're afraid to say something, if you're afraid to open up, if you're intimidated, it's mostly because you've either not experienced dating before or you have experienced dating before and it went horribly in the past, it went horribly in your past, or you 
got rejected a bunch of times or you were traumatized in your past and it's difficult to open up there's a variety of reasons why it's difficult for guys to open up and you know express themselves with their significant other but mm -hmm. a lot of it has to do with fear and intimidation it could also be intimidation in terms of like i think recently i was uh i was watching a youtube video on um why or reading an article about why you know beautiful women are intimidating to guys and <laughs> if it's a situation where you're a guy and you're dating someone who's incredibly attractive you know how they have those movies where the awkward guy gets with the super hot cheerleader you know those types of scenarios yeah it, it, it's an intimidation factor as well i i've been there before so it's a variety of reasons why guys are afraid to open up to women but most of it boils down to fear and intimidation so in a case like any of those especially with the fear and intimidation what do you think that the female could do you know to make the guy feel more comfortable because a lot of times women complain he doesn't want to talk he kind of just wants us to brush it off and move on and then i feel like the you know women have a lot of feelings and emotions and they want to express it and then mm -hmm. the guy doesn't want to give them that opportunity so what do you think that the female partner can do in a in a case where it's fear and intimidation or you know fear of being emasculated for example what do you think the female could do to sort of make it a safe space so that he could feel like i'm going to open up to her cuz she's created that because the woman might not know that's what he has to deal with but what do you think the partner could do as a guy what do you think a female could do to make you feel comfortable to open up and communicate Wow. So for for a guy that, you know, may struggle with sharing his feelings, one thing that a woman can do to make him comfortable is she can provide some sort of reassurance that yeah. she's going to listen and allow him to, you know, open up and share his heart. A lot of that has to do with understanding a person's love language. understanding uh. how the person communicates how the person loves and <laughs> you know i think women definitely need to not only understand that but women also need to be a lot more empathetic and understanding of what the guy is going through because a yeah. lot of times like i said before it could be a traumatic experience and if it's just a, if it's a traumatic experience it's going to take the guy a little bit longer to get to that point mm -hmm. you feel he's going to have to get healed right mm -hmm. right so for for the woman learn the guy learn where the guy comes from find out what you know find out where he's where his background is and his his parental background is familial background or even his friendship background it could be if the guy doesn't have a bunch of female friends he just has male friends it's mm -hmm. a it's a plethora of factors that could go into it so definitely open up definitely you know be understanding and be compassionate towards the guy and also if the guy if the guy is a physical if he needs physical touch as reassurance use that to your use that to your advantage through just being willing to 
you know, give him hugs, maybe hold yeah. his maybe hold his hand or 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 use your use your looks to his advantage because sometimes if the guy likes what he sees, he'll be more compelled to reach out for that hand or that hug, which then which then in turn <laughs> the, the woman can, you know, provide, provide and, and yeah. that can be the catalyst for him opening up to you. So, you know, use use what you have to your advantage. Um, there's plenty of resources, there's technology, social media, there's plenty of ways to to really open up to to a guy and also get the guy to open up to you in terms of, you know, being able to relate. Because if you have ladies, if you have excellent people if you have excellent people person skills, that is like extremely attractive for us. It'll let us know that you can relate to us. You can, you know, understand what we're going through and you're willing to open up. It just, you know, it's just a matter of taking taking your time and not really rushing through the process because when you rush through the process, it's gonna take longer than expected to create the bond that you're looking for. Yeah, that's some good stuff. And you mentioned love language. I actually did an episode on that. You know, can I speak your love language? Because I think that is so important. Like you mentioned, understanding, studying your partner, knowing what makes him tick, knowing him, and maybe you learn about um, if he had a traumatic experience or not. So that's definitely uh, a plus there for me. Another question I want to ask. I'm just gonna ask like two more because I don't want to get you know all the juice out at once. Sure. Is, can a guy be single and celibate? Can a guy be in a relationship with one woman and not cheat? You know, because sometimes a lot of times women think that okay, well, a man needs to release his seed, so he's definitely gonna be cheating or whatnot. But can there be a guy who does that? You know. He's single or he's committed, but he's sleeping with this one person, or he's single and he's not sleeping around. Is that uh, is that something that a guy can accomplish? Because some women don't think it's possible. Yes, I believe that it's possible for a guy to be single and committed in terms of being in a prosperous, healthy relationship. Uh, the reason that I believe this is because I'm doing it now, and. Um, if I can do it, then other guys can do it. I'll give you I'll give you a little example. But so I met my girlfriend in 2020 during the pandemic, and we met on Facebook. Um, we met face to face a couple months later after reconnecting and getting the relationship back on track. And so uh, one of the things that we realized was that uh, neither of us were in a position to bring a kid into the world and two we just didn't want to break you know our boundaries with um you know respect to our relationship with god and so for us it was more so about we don't want to put ourselves in a position where you know it's even a thing that we have to um you know consider you know potentially breaking you know the covenant that we had with god so being wow. single and being celibate uh, and dating is possible. You just have to be careful when you get physical with the person. And I'm not talking about I'm not talking about sex. You can get physical <laughs> with someone through holding hands, kissing, yeah. cuddling, you know, different things like that that don't involve, you know, penetration. 
but that could lead to penetration if you're not careful. That's where setting boundaries and communicating about what you're comfortable with doing, what you're not comfortable with doing comes into place. So if you came into the relationship with, you know, no sex till marriage as the standard, and she came into the relationship with no sex till marriage as the standard, having that conversation together will help the both of you stay in a committed stance with not just yourselves, but also your commitment to God until you get to the point where you two are ready to take the next step and get married. So in other words, you're basically saying that it's better to have a relationship with God to help in that manner because, you know, one of the gifts of the Spirit of God is the spirit, the gift of self-control. Mm-hmm. And I guess when you, because my husband and I, we had to do the same thing. We courted for basically almost two years. Mm-hmm. We got married in October and we would have been together or seeing each other for the two years in the December of the same year. Okay. And we basically, like you said, we had to do the same thing. We, we knew right away that sex was not going to be an option until we got married because mm-hmm. we were both of the same belief system and we had to work through it. I'm not going to say there were not times that it wasn't difficult, you know, because mm-hmm. you're attracted to the person. Right. But definitely God and the spirit of self-control has to come in. And like you said, communicate. You People get into relationships and they don't communicate their, their plans, their desires to each other. And it's like they're just expecting the other person to magically know mm-hmm. that this is what they want. Mm-hmm. you know or and then they get angry if they don't get it so i like that you mentioned you know you discuss that you put that on the table this is what i'm about this is my what i'm looking forward to and then the two of you then i guess make a decision from it. this is excellent stuff i'm enjoying this conversation and i hope you are too i just have two more questions and then we're gonna call it a wrap for now so the next question is what is your take on valentine's day and then i'm gonna close it off with a little teasing one like do guys prefer natural hair and you know skin or makeup and you know the weave and stuff so that's my last two questions for you as we play 21 questions maybe we can always link back again to continue this but this is really good so far so what's your take on valentine's day wow do you celebrate it? Do you mm-hmm. not celebrate it? Do you mm-hmm. think it's something that, you know, doesn't really matter to show love? No, no, no. I celebrate Valentine's Day and uh, to me it does matter and I'm excited about this year finally being able to um, have a Valentine for Valentine's Day. Um, <laughs> and being able to Thank you, thank you, thank you. It's nice to not have to worry about being you know single for valentine's day again so um yeah valentine's day does matter um you've gotta you know celebrate the holidays that that matter uh with your significant other uh regardless of you know what it means to other people and um aside from you know Thanksgiving and Christmas, which are the other two major holidays to typically get involved with someone romantically because it's the um, the beginning of the cold weather season period. Valentine's Day kind of marks like right around the beginning of the end of the cold weather period 
So mm -hmm. um, that's for people of, like you in the US. In the islands, right. we just have it like <laughs> it's okay. Blue sky, sunshine, and some rain. Right, right, right. So Valentine's Day means a lot to me. And then as for uh, the last question, natural hair or mm -hmm. relaxed weave, whatever any of those. Well, considering that I am uh, dating a young woman with natural hair, um, <laughs> I would say that natural hair is the, the way to go for me. But to those listening, um, I wouldn't focus too much on uh, what, they, what they look like, what her hair texture is. Um, if God made her a certain way, then... You know that's good enough for him because he considers his creation beautiful and we should too um not saying that you shouldn't be attracted you should but don't put too much emphasis on you know looks and hair and you know size and features and different things like that make sure that make sure that her character and her yeah. integrity and her inner parts uh spiritually and morally are as beautiful as she is on the outside because if you have someone if you're with someone that models both of those then yeah. you're pretty much set for life so yeah thank you so much for giving your guys perspective to uh, my audience most of my um, listeners are women so I know this is definitely going to be beneficial for them. So I uh, thank you so much for the collaboration. You're welcome. You know, and um, as podcasters, we continue to support each other. So I wish you all the best on yours as you continue to inspire and give great information. And like your podcast says, life tips for people who can actually learn from it. So thank you so much, Nate, for taking <laughs> the time out. And uh, You're welcome. we can connect some other time. Okay. Any final words that you'd like to share before we close off? Sure, sure. Um, ladies, if you're listening. Oh, they are. <laughs> and I know <laughs> you are listening. Um, enjoy your Valentine's Day. Um, but definitely don't stop there. Make sure your man loves on you every single day. Not just february 14th so um so yeah make sure he loves on you every day and make sure you show him the appreciation and love back in return uh when it's his moment to shine so just take care of each other and you'll be all just fine you'll be all right and make sure that god is the center and make sure that god is the center exactly amen thank you so much and take care you're welcome bye-bye Whether you're on your daily commute, at the gym, or doing your chores, tune in to the Essence of Life podcast for great inspirational life lessons and learn just why you should have a personal relationship with your creator. Relationships run the world. Make sure you're in the right ones. I am Natisha Ali Grant, citizen of the Kingdom of Heaven, wife of a spirited pastor, worship leader, mother, and content creator. I partner with my husband to manage our church in All Saints Antigua while creating inspirational and educational content. I inspire others through my blog, Young and Christian, and my podcast, The Essence of Life. Recently published my first book and in the process of writing another. 
I have also been an educator for over 15 years and now run my own academy, providing a range of services such as proofreading, English courses, lesson plans, curriculum guides, and reading classes. If you like this show, why not get connected? As it's only going to get bigger. Seba sounds good. <laughs>